there's a couple big things I want to say are missing in this release. Yes. And let me enumerate those. New York, gone. San Diego, gone. gone. Welcome back, everybody, to a very special bonus edition of the DCL Duo podcast. It is itinerary release day, Sam, for late 2024. This one caught us off guard, didn't it? Totally. This is one we did not have any uh, heads up from any of our various sources about the itinerary release. And so we did not know it was coming. As many of you know, I was just in Cancun for the weekend and got back late last night. Brian was in Bucharest, Romania uh, for a conference over the weekend, and he just got back on Sunday. So it definitely caught us a little off guard. Uh, but we decided to throw together an impromptu show and we are going to talk about the itinerary release. And I think more importantly, we're going to talk about speculations on the treasure because I've done some sort of deep dive or, and Brian and I have done a lot of talking in the last uh, hour or so about the dates and possibilities as to when the treasure could be coming out. Yeah, but Sam, as I'd like to say on the last uh, one of these we did, we got to eat our vegetables first. So uh, before we get to the dessert, got to eat our vegetables. Everyone loves my uh, my menu puns, I think. So I, um, I think you're right. We got we have somebody who's uh, watching us who said, hi, peeps. I, I can't see who it just says Facebook user, but I wanted to say, hey, peeps. I'm not sure who it is that's saying hi because you're uh, you haven't allowed uh, Facebook to tell us who you are right now. Yes. If you're watching us live on Facebook. So, yes, I am going to uh, throw up the itineraries here on the screen. Um, let me just see if I can get the right window going. There it is. And uh, yeah, so Sam, let's talk about the vegetables out of this release first. So <laughs> <laughs> The Wish is continuing to do three <laughs> and four night Bahamian sailings. That's right. Yay. 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 <laughs> so there you have it. Uh, we'll end the show there. Um, <laughs> we, yeah, so... I feel like we should also talk about the wonder. It's it's not vegetables. Oh, hey, Tracy. Tracy's watching us from New Orleans. Um, I think we should talk about uh, the wonder a little bit because uh, it's it's not boring. They've got some cool itineraries, but it is essentially doing in 20, fall of 2024 the same thing that is doing in fall of 2023, which is it's doing uh, some Trans-Pacific crossings. It's doing some Vancouver to Hawaii and then Trans-Pacific crossings from Hawaii to Sydney, Australia. Um, some, I mean, amazing, of course, sail sailing itineraries 10 nights on the hawaiian 15 nights on the south uh, south pacific um and then of course we know it will be uh as of sometime in mid-october after it does that 15 night crossing it will be doing presumably australia new zealand um and so the New Zealand and uh, Australia itineraries specifically have not yet been released, but we imagine it will be doing uh, similar to what it's doing this fall. And then we know the wonder comes back across the Pacific in February. So, and then it will do a, a nine night Hawaiian after it uh, does that trans-Pacific crossing. So yeah, so I think the wonder is is also, even though those are some cool itineraries, it's also a little bit of vegetables, as Brian mentioned, because it's not doing anything different. Um, ex well, except, except there's some, there's a couple big things I want to say are missing in this release. Yes. And let me enumerate those. New York, gone. San Diego, 
gone. gone. <laughs> so no more sailings out of those ports, at least in this at least itinerary in the release. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a little unusual, I think think so yes. um yeah yeah so we yeah. we've got no uh, because the wonder is going over again to australia new zealand we've got no fall itineraries out of san diego i mean this year we've got the magic coming to san diego and so brian and i will be on thanksgiving we'll be over sailing you know to mexico the baja sailing down from san diego to mexico but there's nothing like that on the fall 2024 itineraries so that means no ship based out of San Diego for the entire South Pacific season, which is That's kind right. of a the bummer. other thing. The, the um the other thing missing, by the way, is uh, I mean this itinerary. Last time we had like a two or three page release. This is a one pager release this time, and a big chunk that's missing is what exactly they're going to be sailing over in Australia when they finally do get over there. So yep. I, on the one hand, you know, kind of weird that that's not decided yet. On the other hand. Glad to see maybe they're just not putting out a standard set like they did for the last set of sailings there. Then maybe they'll rethink that and make it a little bit more friendly to folks who want to travel over and visit those destinations and sail. But who knows? Or maybe maybe the global dream will be... No, I, I don't yeah. think the global dream will be ready. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, so no word on what those uh, Australia, New Zealand uh, sailings will look like at this point. It is interesting that they've done gone ahead and done the early 2025 portion of uh, of this itinerary release so well uh, yeah. but remember the only thing we have in the if you can scroll down there to that corner brian because we can't see it there we go so the only thing that we've got in the early 2025 itineraries that we can see is those wonder sailing so it's just she's just telling us when the wonder is coming back from australia new zealand that's all we know about 2025 with a couple of exceptions of course we know the very uh, end of december cruises that that spill over into January. But other than that, we know nothing for 2025. So it's not really a lot of information. We've got one Facebook user telling us we are hoping to book one of the non-existent New York City to Bermuda sailings in 2024, but um, as in a sad face, which, yeah, it's pretty sad. So there's no, there's no magic or dream uh, doing any New York City cruising. So that is definitely a bummer. And there's no, which, which means there's also no Canadian sailings, right? On the East coast, because we normally have some New York city to Bermuda sailings. And there's normally in the fall, some New York city up to, uh, up to new England and even to, you know, parts of, of Canada. And those are, are missing from this itinerary release as well, which I think yeah, brings so us, should we talk a little well, bit about well Oh, sorry. I want to talk. I want to talk one more second about the other cruise section here. Uh, a couple things to note: uh, the 13 night westbound transatlantic. It appears is happening later in the season than it otherwise would. That I guess should True. be 100 percent surprising because the prior itineraries would have clued us into that. Um, and then someone pointed out to me that the um, the two South Pacific sailings actually have a stop in uh, in Hawaii, and I think they've lengthened at least one of them by a day. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's that's also a little bit different. I mean, look, this other cruise column looks so much fun yeah. <laughs> is happening in this other cruise column. So much not fun is happening in the rest of the the rest of the three columns on yeah. this page. Um, Lighthouse Point has made its way into the itinerary. So you can start to see just what the regular rotation for Lighthouse Point is going to look like across these ships. You'll note that it looks like a lot of the... It's mostly Fort Lauderdale. Sailings, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's mostly the Fort Lauderdale. So nothing really. Do they have a lighthouse point out of Port Canaveral? Yes. So there's, I think I'm seeing only one though. So the only one I'm seeing lighthouse point out of Port Canaveral is uh, the four night, sorry, not one, but one set. So in the, the top of column three, you see there's four night Bahamians on the Disney fantasy out of Port Canaveral. And those for the most part, all except, um, one of them, or actually all of them, have a uh, stop at Lighthouse Point and Castaway Key, except one of them has a Nassau Day instead of Castaway Key. So those are actually going to be, I think, super hot. Uh, there's not a lot of them. There's one, two, three, four, you know, about six of them, something like that, uh, that will be stopping at Lighthouse Point and Castaway Key, although some of them, a couple of those, I think, maybe are even going to Nassau instead of Castaway. So those are the only, if you want to sail out of Port Canaveral and go to Lighthouse Point, you are only going to be on the fantasy, or at least in this release. We don't and know you've got one what's of, coming. You've got one of the new coveted, like, triple dip sailings here on the six-night Bahamian in column three there toward the bottom yep. with a stop at Lighthouse Point and two, says two days at Disney's Castaway Cay, Oh, which, yeah. So a triple dip, basically, tw- two triple dips offered in this, I- this itinerary release, October 20th and November 10th. Okay, a good catch, yep. Brian. Those are, th- those will be, I would say those four-night Disney fantasy and that six-night six night Disney fantasy, those are probably going to be pretty hot because one, they go out of Port Canaveral and two, they're going to hit Lighthouse Point and, and a lot of them are also hitting Castaway. So triple dips, double dips, those sound fantastic. But- yeah. And then a comment I wanted to make too, that I mean, now that they're not going to be in San Diego, we're, we're obviously seeing Galveston stops here Oh yeah, uh, on the itinerary release. Uh, Disney's made a pretty hefty commitment to the port of Galveston. I think somebody sent me some uh, images of the agreement that they struck that was like 26 to 28 stops per year between now and 2028. So San Diego may be victim to that agreement that they made with Galveston. That they need to park a ship there. Although yep. who knows with two more ships coming online, here in the near future, maybe one of uh, one of the other ships can make their way out to the West Coast to do the Mexican Riviera sailings. I'd hate to see those fall off the release completely because it's so nice for us out here on the West Coast to actually be able to fly down to San yeah. Diego and take a cruise occasionally, as opposed to going all the way across the country to Port Canaveral. So we so. should talk. We should talk about the magic because you're talking about Galveston. So the magic is going to be the ship that's going out of. Essentially, it's going to be going out of Galveston and Fort Lauderdale. There is a Southern Caribbean that's going to be, you know, out of San Juan. So there's going to be, uh, there's going to be some Southern Caribbean stuff that it's doing, but it's mostly the magic's going to be doing mostly Western Caribbean. Um, and so that's going to be those Galveston sailings and then some Bahamian cruises. It's going to be doing out of Fort Lauderdale. So you see mostly four and five night itineraries on the magic with a couple of variations. There's a couple dates that are a six night Western Caribbean. And of course there's a seven night Southern Caribbean. So, but the magic's going to continue to do those four, four, five nights for the most part, um, except uh, some of those odd ones in between. We have to talk about the, the dream, of course, as Brian mentioned, we got the dream coming over on the Westbound transatlantic in October, and then she's going to be sailing exclusively. It appears to me out of, Fort Lauderdale. So this entire season, other than her trans transatlantic westbound transatlantic crossing, she's going to be sailing out of Fort Lauderdale. And so if you want to go to Lighthouse Point, the dream, the magic, and a couple of sailings on the fantasy. Yeah. And then, uh, 
In terms of what looks really interesting on here, that seven-night Southern Caribbean is nice to see in November. Mm-hmm. Uh, that That's an interesting option. I don't recall them doing those Southern Caribbean cruises outside of the summer before. So yeah. that's that's really cool. And then they've got a th- the three-night Bahamian repositioning cruise, which is going to take the magic from Fort Lauderdale to San Juan right. uh, to set to set her up for that seven-night Southern Caribbean. So that's that's a fun little itinerary to actually couple together, maybe uh, go to Fort Lauderdale, yeah. sail to San Juan, sail to San Juan, then sail from San Juan uh, onward, uh, you know, and that, that that's kind of a fun itinerary to have. So, yeah. Yeah, that'd be a great itinerary for sure. All right. Well, I think we've done uh, our vegetables and our mains, uh, Sam, across these itinerary releases. Let's get to the yeah. dessert. Everyone, everyone, everyone wanted to know where's the treasure. Yeah. Well, I, well, well let me, we, let me be, we have let me, to look at the fantasy before we figure well, out what the treasure is. Oh yeah, but I just wanted to call out. I'm not surprised not to see the treasure on this release because yeah. I think speculation has been it, it would always be a separate release like they did for The Wish. So I personally think that's kind of a mistake of a way to do it because you're going to get a lot of people who book these cruises. And if our speculation is right on uh, when the treasure might sail based on some of the tea leaves we're reading in this release, uh, you might see a bunch of people cancel those cruises and move over to the treasure. But but who knows? Well, have any of these late 2024 itineraries interested you yet? If so, you should head over to mypathunwinding.com slash Duo so that the experts over at My Path Unwinding Travel, our fabulous show sponsor, can take great care of you and book that fabulous Disney Cruise Line cruise that you are eyeing out of this late 2024 release cycle. We love all the folks over at My Path Unwinding Travel, and we use My Path Unwinding Travel ourselves for our own personal vacations. So we love how friendly their agents are, their experience, their expertise. They are truly, truly, truly a fabulous resource if you are looking to book your next fabulous Disney Cruise Line adventure. And remember, you don't pay anything extra to have a travel agent help you book these cruises. They get paid by Disney when you travel. So head over to mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo to let them know we sent you their way. And we are confident that you will have an amazing experience with the agents over at My Path Unwinding Travel. Thanks, My Path Unwinding Travel, for supporting the show. And with that, back to the episode. Sam, talk about the fantasy for a second yeah. and then uh, help us set up uh, what that means for the the treasure. Okay, so the, the fantasy looks all normal. And I say looks all normal because for the fall, it is doing its normal Eastern, Western Caribbean seven-night sailings. They leave and return on Saturdays. So this is the clue that gives us to when is the treasure coming online? Because of course the speculation is the treasure will take over seven night sailings. So I've actually written out sort of a calendar to try and figure out what exactly was happening and and where everything falls. And the fantasy uh, will do in the beginning of December, it has a seven night and then it has on the set on December 7th and then a four night beginning on December 14th. So at that point, the fantasy becomes off schedule. When I say off schedule, meaning it will no longer uh, be on Saturday, a Saturday rotation like it is. So after December 14th, the fantasy is no longer in a Saturday rotation, making Saturday, December 21st, the first possible date that the treasure could sail a seven night itinerary assuming obviously they want to keep the schedule the same. So as you see on the screen, Brian pulled up, this is my, listen, this is my makeshift calendar. I know it's quite rudimentary. I didn't have a lot of time to put this together, but to be clear, December 1st is a Sunday. Um, and so it, it is the normal order up. Oh, it just popped off the screen, but December 1st is a Sunday. 
And if you see on the 7th and the 14th, the fantasy uh, has Saturday sailings. The 21st is the first date that that Saturday slot at Port Canaveral becomes open. So what do we, what do we mean? What does that mean? Uh, that means the treasure's got to be coming out before December 21st. Well, we speculate. We don't, sure. we, this is not definitive, yeah, but it does historic. seem like that. It does seem like they are trying to open up that Saturday gap uh, to start the treasure sailing Saturday to Saturday. There'll be a mess of preview cruises before this yep. and how those slot in here is anybody's guess. Right. Um, but it does seem to be that the treasure would start doing like on the 21st, have a seven night sailing ends on the 28th, the 4th and so on throughout the schedule. Those seven night sailings remains to be seen which itineraries, but we suspect that she'll pick up the fantasies Eastern Western rotation out of Port Canaveral. Uh, and so that, that looks to be the case, how this all works out, whether it all happens or whether it gets delayed, <laughs> we don't know, but right. Certainly by releasing this itinerary and doing the fantasy the way they have, it seems to be setting up a maiden voyage of the treasure sometime in, you know, uh, early to mid December with her then starting her regular rotation. Exactly. So if she if she wants to, you know, whatever sailing she could do before the 21st would not be a seven night sailing. Right. She might do there could be there's some opportunity there to do, you know, for some three night sailings, some four night sailings, some five night sailings. Um, you know, it, there's a lot of opportunities that week of December 8th in particular, because you've got December 8th is open, December 10th, December 11th, December 12th. Those are all open. And then the following week, you've got December 15th, 17th and 19th open, right? So they could do some we can see some preview cruises in that time frame or we could see a maiden voyage shorter than a seven night, perhaps a six night starting on the 15th. You never know. These are again, yeah. just speculation. My sleuthing. Somebody already commented, Sam, the sleuth. Love it. I love that. I'm going to call myself Sam, the sleuth. Uh, we also have, um, uh, Oh, we have some comments. What a cluster it would be if it is a treasure and it ends up delayed. That's basically over Christmas fair, which is why we don't we think that would be the first seven night sailing that would not be the maiden voyage. Just to be clear, this is my speculation. The maiden voyage will not be a seven night sailing. The maiden voyage will be sometime earlier in the you know December. So either, you know, first, second or third week of December. Um, and then you're right. If they needed to push it back, it would be a cluster. Hopefully it does not end up delayed. Um, I think, I think that they are going to be doing, uh, I think that they must have a high degree of confidence that this thing is going to happen on time. Um, yeah. we've heard, we have heard some crew are spreading some rumors that it's been delayed to 2025. I think this itinerary release dispels that rumor from like at least a corporate Disney cruise line perspective. They're putting a stake in the ground. This is our itinerary. Now, can they change it 100%? They had to do that for the wish. But I think it would really be a reputational hit for them to have two maiden voyages that either get canceled and bumped, as the wish did, or as also the wish did, the ship was just simply not fully show ready for Disney Cruise Line. Absolutely. I think the treasure has to be their opportunity to get it on time and right. Yes. Uh, so um, I, hopefully, I, hopefully they're on track to do that. I, I think if you look at the construction schedule, it feels like they've built in a lot more time to get this ship done and certainly delivering yes. it in December. I, I, I find it really 
weird, <laughs> say that, yeah. that they're going to try to do a maiden voyage, start sailing during what would be a very maritime Christmas season. I wonder if they had expected to have the ship earlier and they actually built in a longer buffer to have her ready. You know, it's not yeah. unheard of, by the way, for cruise lines to take delivery of ships months in advance of the maiden voyage. I think it was Carnival or Royal. Someone just took delivery of a ship. It took them three months to get it fully ready before it before it started sailing. So Absolutely. maybe they're taking delivery earlier. We don't know. Yeah, so. we've got another great comment. This is looking like for this is like looking for Easter eggs in a Taylor Swift <laughs> concert. I love that comment. That's nice. We also have a, a West Coast uh, cruiser, it looks like, who is uh, mourning the loss of the wonder. Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know if I, I, I don't know. I, as I said, the uh, I don't know if it'll be back as this user is commenting. Um, uh it's tough because Disney has made some pretty strong commitments to Fort Lauderdale. Uh, we know they've made strong commitments to NASA and they've made strong commitments to Galveston about number of stops they need to have for these ships in those ports. And I, I worry a little bit. The wonder has become a victim of an agreement that they made with Galveston to push more traffic through there. And Galveston is yeah. a fast growing port. Uh, San Diego does not top that list of fast growing ports currently. So maybe the last we see of uh, the wonder in San Diego, at least in the fall and the winter, it could be that yeah. uh, she does some of those sailings on the other end right. uh, of, of, of the spectrum. Of but, course, yeah. spring, I mean, she's got to do some spring sailings out of San Diego. And then of course the summer season in Alaska, I'm going to, I'm going to predict that we will see fall sailings again out of San Diego, but not until, uh, either after the treasure is fully on board and operational. Um, so perhaps in 2025 or perhaps when we get the next ship of the wish class ships, when we get ship, what was supposed to be um, ship number, what is that seven, but now is going to be ship number eight. Yeah. And we have someone agreeing with me that they likely padded the treasures build and launch timeline. Sure. Hope that's true because I, I Oh man, if they cancel somebody's Christmas vacation on the treasure, uh, that is not a great look for uh, for Disney. So um, hopefully they will have her ready on time and and fully ready to go this time around. So absolutely, Sam. Anything we didn't talk about this uh, itinerary release that you think we should cover for folks at home? You know, I think we covered everything. I think all in all, um, the itinerary release is not a huge surprise. I mean, the timing was kind of a surprise, um, but I, I think most of what we see is not a surprise with the one exception being, as I said, the fantasy. Uh, I, when I saw those four night sailings and then a one three night sailing, I became suspicious. And, and, and sh as we showed you, I mapped out the dates of what ships are in Port Canaveral. And, and that's how we sleuthed out where the treasure could possibly fit in. So I think that's really the biggest news out of this. You know, people always ask us, Sam, what are we booking? And I, I got to, I got to say this year we're leaning toward not a, not a whole lot. Not a whole uh, lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when the treasure comes out, you better believe we're going to be, uh, yeah. you know, scrappy on, on getting on board that maiden voyage. If it works out from a timing standpoint, we've already got some friends lined up who want to help us out because they have Pearl status. And so uh, we will keep them very friendly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Craig and Kelly, we love you guys. Uh, yeah. To be but, fair, to be fair, I because we're holding out for the treasure and we're hoping that based on this, that she's coming out in December. Um, we're probably not going to be booking anything in this fall release. Brian and I are hoping actually to be taking Virgin Voyages, just the two of us uh, at some point in the fall, if we can get our um, 
our eggs in or ducks in a row for childcare for Nathan. Um, but yeah, I don't think we will be booking anything. I will say that those Trans-Pacific and Transatlantic cruises are super, super attractive, but the timing is just not workable with the school schedule. And I know those of you out there with kids in school feel exactly what I'm saying because it is just really hard to pull your kids out of school for, you know, what amounts to more than two weeks if you're doing a transatlantic or a transpacific, even where some of those sailings are, you know, shorter than two weeks, you still have all that flying time. So, yeah. Well, and the only other cruise that we would typically look at is maybe a Thanksgiving cruise because we do love doing Thanksgiving on board the ships, but uh, I think no next cooking. year we'll probably, yeah, probably <laughs> next year we'll we'll spend time with some family unless uh, something changes. But uh, yeah, so nothing for us on this itinerary release itself. But uh, that little hole that's being left, uh, you know, that Sam has sleuthed out, indicates we might be cruising in December on the on the Treasure and then making our way over to Alani for our Christmas week uh, vacation. So we'll see. We shall see. So yep. With that, I'll just say thank you, everyone out there, for uh, listening and watching. Watching this week for folks listening to the podcast uh, version of this, we did a live show, so that's why you're uh, you're getting some audio with lots of ums and ahs this time around. But if, you know, it's <laughs> so thank you out there for listening. Uh, if you have any questions, you can always reach out to us. We love getting listener feedback and mails, and gotten quite a few today about the itinerary release. So hit us up at dclduo at gmail.com or head over to dclduo.com. You can find all the ways you want to connect with us. So with that, we'll say. Thanks uh, for watching and uh, let us know what you're booking. We can't wait to hear and uh, good luck out there. Oh, we forgot to cover, Sam, we forgot to cover the most important point, which is when can people book this stuff? Ah, when can uh, people book starting next week? Yeah. So next week, uh, you can book. If you are Pearl status, you can book on Monday. If you're Platinum, you can book on Tuesday. If you're Golden Oak, you can book on Tuesday with the Platinums. And then if you're Gold status, Wednesday... Silver, Thursday, DVC, and Adventure Insiders, meaning you've been on an ABD, you can book on Thursday. The general public will not be able to book until the following Monday, June 26th. Almost so, two weeks. Almost two weeks. That's a long time to to wait and see what happens on these cruises. So yeah, uh, it's also why these itineraries caught us off guard because normally Disney would release these things, I feel like, on a on like a Wednesday. Usually maybe? a Wednesday. Yeah. yeah Tuesday is a so. little uh, unusual. So it gives people an extra day. You know, maybe they're doing that though because Pearl status now is online. So this is, I think, I think this is the first itinerary release where Pearl status is completely online now. So Pearl status gets Monday booking. Uh, whereas in previous releases, platinum status got Monday booking. So you have a, actually a little bit more time. If you are not Pearl status, you got a little bit more time to think about it. We are not Pearl status yet. We always say, um, but yeah, so you've got time to think about what you want to book. And again, booking begins next week. If you are looking for a travel agent, uh, feel free to reach out to my path unwinding travel and tell us that you were sent by the tell them I should say that you were sent by the DCL duo. We really appreciate if you do. Uh, they are fantastic and they have uh, great agents who can help you with booking your Disney Cruise Line vacation or other vacation. All right. With that, we will say thanks for listening. Thanks for watching out there. We really appreciate it, and we'll uh, we'll see you next time. See you real soon. Well, 
a big thank you to all of you out there for listening this week. We really, really appreciate it. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. You can keep getting great content from the DCL duo each week. We'd also love it if you'd head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. If you hit those five stars, that's great. If you leave us a written review along with a five-star review, we will be sure to read it on the air at the end of one of our main episodes. If you're hovering over anything less than five stars, we really want you to reach out to us so we can take your feedback. Best way to do that, head to dclduo.com to find all the ways to connect with us. It links to our podcast, our vlog, our blog, has all the ways you can connect with us on social media, has our Etsy store where you can find our fun beach bags and magnets that we designed as enthusiasts of each of the Disney Cruise Line ships, has a link off to our Patreon. If you'd like to help support the show, we really truly appreciate each and every one of our Patreons for helping to support the show each and every month, has a link off to our show sponsor, My Path Unwinding, where you can get more information about booking a fabulous vacation, which also really helps to support our show. All the things are there, including a way you can sign up to be a guest on the show if you'd like to share your Disney Cruise Line experience. Most importantly, you can always email us at dclduo at gmail.com if you'd like to connect with us, or you can call our voicemail line if you'd like to leave us a message. We love to include the voices of our listeners in our show. Just dial 402-413-5590. That's 402-413-5590. And that will head straight to our Google Voice voicemail line. The DCL Duo podcast is not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent or the great folks over at My Path Unwinding Travel. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with a DCL duo. Good night. Thank you.